Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe. Here we are in May, still trying to figure out what in the hell is going to happen with baseball. Uh, I'm starting to become pretty confident that there will be a season, and it's actually getting fairly interesting on how the season is going to go about. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But... To make the game a little more interesting in this situation, I'm okay with it. And I am one of the people who's like, look, it's a great game. No need to change it. But some of the ideas that are coming up that I'm reading about with this 80 or 100 game season, I think is kind of entertaining. Why the fuck not? Today on the show, uh, a lady by the name of Jamie sent me an email with the most hated player. She wanted to write in. I haven't heard from anyone for a while about the most hated player. Anyone who's playing now or played back in the day or some guy in the minor leagues that we're not really sure about, but for some reason, you already feel he's in low A ball, but he's the most hated player. Love to hear from you. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good shit. Also, Brendan followed up on his email from last episode. He was saying I was uh, he was hoping I was going to answer more of the questions on the list of that the questions that I ask in uh, when when guests call in. I thought he was just talking about the uh, the list of questions of whether they're an athlete or not. I guess he wanted me to answer some of the addition ones, so I'm going to do that as well. And also uh, today, uh, more reasons why people want to kick Rob Manfred in the dick. You know he's not exactly well liked, and of course Trey Mancini. We'll be talking about just, you know, all the shit happening out there right now. And then you read about Trey Mancini. It's just awful. But uh, he ta- he gets more in-depth, more detail of what's going on with him. And, of course, we continue to keep prayers, thoughts, his family. Uh, so, you know, again, I want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Don't forget anything that you come across. Amazon Prime, Netflix. HBO, I don't care what it is. If you find a show or TV show or movie and you love it, let me know. My wife's finally getting into Ozark. I talked her into it. I love it. Like top three favorite shows of all time. I wrapped up season three in like 48 hours. So there hasn't been much. The only thing that's come up lately, you know, with live sports that talking about a live situation happening with sports is the draft. You know, and Raven fans, of course, all over Twitter post about how that was the best draft ever. Eric DaCosta, killed it. These are all Hall of Fame players. <laughs> you know, whatever. With the draft, with anything, baseball draft, NFL draft, any kind of draft, you just don't know. But it was funny seeing coaches in their houses with their kids. You'd see their kids are getting excited, waving at the TV. Some of those kids are like 15, 17 years old. Shit. You know how that would be in high school. Your dad is a coach of an NFL team. You wouldn't be asking girls with the problem. They'd be lined up to ask you the parties that you would throw. Because you know your dad's away all the time during the season. The mom travels to go see him, hangs out, wants to see her husband. Maybe for a couple weekends. God dang, those parties. 
All those people, all that money, those big-ass houses. I mean, the, the living room, the basements that they would show some of them sitting in on that draft live on television is like the size of Baltimore County. You know those kids are throwing some parties. People are saying, well, they, you know, now they're, they're true friends. You know, maybe they're using them because of that. Who cares at that age? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Go to college, meet some new friends, meet the love of your life, and then move on. But at that age, shit, that'd be one hell of a time. The delay was a little awkward, you know? Of course, that was going to happen. It's the first time that the draft ever had to do something like this. You'd think in 2020 the technology would be on point. Of course, there might be a second or two delay, you know, but it'd be like, uh, Mike, what'd you think of uh, the Ravens pick here? Trey, I think it was a fantastic pick. I think they really knew what they were getting when they, you know, it's just like, all right, the awkward pause. I mean, even on uh, uh, CNN or MSNBC, whatever, or Fox News, whatever you watch, it's still the same thing. All the delays. And you're like, what the fuck, guys? In 2020, how the hell do you still have five-second delays through technology? Get this shit together. So as I'm watching the draft, I tried a beer called Steady Eddie. It's an IPA. They went a little overboard on the hops. It's got a really sweet, sweet grapefruit flavor. After about three of them, they start tasting real nice, real nice. So uh, I went, I killed the six pack pretty quickly. Wasn't bad. Again, I tweeted it out the other day. Uh, it's Yeah, it's called Steady Eddie. It's Eddie Murray beer. Why not? It's got a beer with Eddie Murray and his stats on the can. Why wouldn't you want to have a drink? Why wouldn't you? But uh, yeah, watching the draft, my wife watches it. Look. Something came on the TV with sports, so we jumped right on it. I know big-time diehard football fans who don't spend one minute watching that shit. Not one minute. So weird. Uh, Trey Wingo, I think, did a great job. Looked like he was uh, wearing latex on his face for an old man costume. I don't know what it was. I've seen him do other shit on TV, obviously. His face looked like something I'd buy in Walmart during Halloween. I, I don't know what it was. He He literally looked like he had latex makeup on to make him look... Uh, uh, older. I, I don't know what it was. I have no fucking clue why he looked like that. So anyway, uh, but it's funny uh, uh, sitting here talking about the NFL draft and, and the Ravens. Some listeners tell me I need to talk more football. Not enough. But then I have other people who tune in who tell me, hey, 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 this is a baseball podcast. What are you doing talking about football and the Ravens? You know, I try to get in between there. Look, I'm, I, I love I love everything, all sports. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about Ravens every now and then, especially when the season starts up. But it's so funny. I've mentioned it on here before. I never realized how many Oriole fans out there don't like NFL. I mean, vice versa. I mean, there's a lot of NFL fans that want nothing to do with baseball. But starting this podcast, it's just a lot of fans. You know, what are you doing? Talking football. Get off that shit. Uh, with this quarantine shit, everybody's staying inside. I'm starting to calm down a little now with the pandemic we're dealing with. Three weeks ago, I'd fart and I'd be like, oh shit, do I have it? You know, I quickly go on the internet, check in to see if farting is an early sign. <laughs> Still scares me though. Although some things I read about are scary too about all the lies. Like 
uh, hearing that the, the, the numbers of deaths and people in the hospitals and it's all lies. It's not true. Doctors coming out on these uh, random YouTube videos that I'm seeing that are pulled down apparently now. YouTube and Facebook are getting real strict with what they're allowing on with, uh, <laughs> I guess there is a video, a couple doctors, I don't know 100% of the details that I got to see it before it was taken down and they're talking about, you know, the numbers aren't right and, and what else do you say, that, that they're being pressured to put that the uh, person who died had corona and it sounded to me like this person didn't but they're being pressured to put that they did so it looks like they died anyway it's just it's a complete shit show right now so that shit's scaring me too it's like what the hell is going on here (laughs) videos are getting taken down by youtube and facebook but the past few weeks i've personally known four people who had it who got corona but they just laid low they're good now Two of the guys are like six foot five, one percent body fat. They work out every day and eat celery for lunch and dinner. But the other two, late seventies, not the best health, but they're fine too. They just rested a lot. They just rested up. They're good to go. And Trey Mancini, oh God bless you, Trey. Stage three colon cancer. Now you know it's very easy to say such great things about a person who's going through this shit. Who's going through cancer, who's battling whatever disease they are and they're up against death, it's always easy to say, what a great person. Basically the right thing to do. You don't don't hear anyone say, yeah, you know what, look, I know he's got cancer, but I don't know, the dude's a dick. I wish him well, but obviously you never hear that. But with Trey Mancini, it's the real deal. Just a great human being. All the way back in the minors. I've said this before. I have a friend who takes his kids to every freaking minor league game. They have season tickets. They've been going for 15 years. And Trey Mancini would always come up to him and his kids and talk and hand him over baseballs and jerseys. I mean, just a great guy. And he's been doing that all the way up to the majors as well. He hasn't gotten a big head. Just a great fucking guy. And I saw. Um, I was reading today, Governor Larry Hogan called Trey. And was wishing him well, giving him nice words. But man, anytime you go through something like that, obviously it's scary as fuck. But chemo in the age of COVID-19 is crazy. And that's what Trey said. Those were his words. He says his girlfriend drives him to the hospital, but she can't go inside with him. Doing this shit is scary as fuck. But not having someone by your side due to the virus is fucking crushing. And Trey did speak out. He said, so many people have lost jobs. So many people have lost loved ones. He said, after my chemo is done, when I'm totally cancer free, I've got a few different ideas of what I can do. Now, I don't know what that is, but whatever it is, God bless you, Trey. God bless you. And as soon as you have a second, which I'm sure everybody has, everyone has hours and days now, go to the Players' Tribune. It says, I am so lucky by Trey Mancini. Came out April 28th. I absolutely recommend it. So, Trey, again, prayers, thoughts. We're all rooting for you. Hang in there, buddy. Getting a little upset here. Who's who's, uh, who's chopping up the onions in this room? Huh? What is it, my allergies? What do they say? Allergies are chopping up onions. All right. Uh, going to try to move forward now with some other things I wanted to get to. Oh, that's just, it's sad, man. Nothing has ever sucked more ass than this. So, last episode. There's a guy named Brendan 
who emailed in the show who wanted me to answer some of the questions that I asked guests that call in, and I just kind of went down the list because it looked like that was the only example that he gave of, you know, are they athletes, you know, NASCAR drivers, uh, golfers, bowlers, and I just go down the list. No. But what he said is he wanted me to follow up with some additional ones, um, and one of them, eh, what bothers you the most, is uh, one of the questions asked. I say, the wave? Uh, somebody wearing a sports jersey of a team that's not even playing into the game or an adult wearing a baseball glove in the upper deck. I get if you're sitting two rows back, especially when they didn't have the net down the um, uh, down further in stadiums because I'd be sitting there. There'd be a couple times where I'd shit my pants because the ball would whiz right by my head and I have a pants full of urine and shit and I'm like, I probably could have died if the ball hit me in the head. So I understand, I don't care what kind of age you are, wearing gloves down towards there, but when you're on the upper deck, (laughs) I don't know, you just look kind of silly. But I think what bothers me the most out of all of these, it used to be the person wearing a jersey of a team that's not even playing, because it's like, you pompous ass, you just want everyone to look at you. We get it. Uh, But I, I have to go with the wave. You know, this didn't bother me until after the age of 12, about, you know? Before that, I was okay with it. Before that, I got involved in it, and I laughed, and I giggled, and I'm like, oh, that was fun. But now, it's like, you know, I'm watching I'm watching a game. I'm focused. I'm, 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 I want to know everything, all the details. I don't want to miss anything. It just feels like there's people ruining it. It's like I'm watching a movie in my house, and then a whole bunch of people just want to start jumping around and making a bunch of noise, and they're ruining it for me. Maybe it's just my old man coming out, the uh, get-off-my-lawn attitude that I'm trying to get rid of but again when I had that poll of which one bothered you the most the wave 85% of the votes (laughs) and it just took off so there's a lot of people who agree with me as well Uh, the worst is when a couple of people in your section when they start the wave you know, it's like four people and they're standing up, whoa, and they're like, come on, and they're they're looking over at you like bullying you. What are you doing? Get up. We got to start the wave. And you're just looking at them like, I hate's a strong word, but I hate you right now. I don't like you. And then when they do it for like a good 10, 15 minutes, and it's not working, it's not picking up, you know, somebody needs to tell them, either their friend or relatives who, who's with them or someone sitting next to them, it's not working. Give it up. But no, they keep trying. Finally, there is that one person who yells out, it's not working, give it up, and then those people get embarrassed and they stop. Now, uh, seeing grown men wearing a baseball glove during the entire game, you know, it doesn't bother me as much anymore. I get it. Those foul balls can come 80, 90, 100 miles an hour right to you. You got to cover up. But it does still bother me a little bit. Not as much, but it is one of the top three, three or five things that bothers me the most when I go to a game. It's kind of like when I'm at a football game. If I sit down below and there's those guys wearing the football receiver gloves just in case. Come on, get a grip, man. Uh, Fans wearing a team's jersey. I guess that's number two. Uh, That shit used to annoy the fuck out of me. I used to be the one to heckle them every time they walked by. I'd either just boom or think I'm saying something witty about their team. Eat shit! A big bag of shit! Used to bother me when I'd see fans wear Ravens gear to Orioles games and vice versa. Can you believe that? I've grown up over the years. I've, uh, the, the anger, therapy free. 
did it all by myself, but I that kind of stuff used to bother me. I, but I didn't heckle them. I just let them uh, uh, carry on. Speaking of shit that bo- uh, bothers you, um, did get an email for most hated player, Jamie. She wanted to tell me something or someone that bothers her. Uh, most hated player, she said, Marcus Stroman. She says he's always mouthing off the batters after he strikes them out, but will also mouth off if they get a hit off of him sometimes. He's just a mouthy son of a bitch. <laughs> she says he also has different windups to show off and just always seems to have a chip on his shoulder. He's a fucking millionaire. Why does he have a chip on his shoulder? I appreciate the email for most hated players from Jamie. Yeah, he does. I've always thought Marcus Stroman did always walk around like he had an attitude. And he does. He does have a cocky attitude like a lot of other competitive players. Times have changed. People love that passion. People love the uh, the, the, the chip on their shoulder. Why not? You know? Any way to get more of those baseball brawls we used to love to see in the, the 80s and 90s. Times have changed. But it's funny saying times have changed, you know, with the bat flips and the celebration and the cockiness and the pitchers dancing on the mound. People are just like, well, that's the way it is now. The game's changed. But when you talk about umpires and and um, getting electronic strike zones, those same people say, no, 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 no. Don't change the game. Still use umpires. Or no, don't don't shorten the season. Don't shorten the game. Game's fine, nine innings. It's so funny. It's like they're all on board for uh, uh, times of change with all the bat flips and cockiness, but I guess when it comes to that, that stuff, I don't know. We're, we're not on the same page. So Marcus Stroman tweeted out talking about how his uh, boy Jose Bautista could pitch in the majors. I'm, I, I remember Bautista has been a couple of uh, most hated players in the league that people have written in. But he says, my bro Joey Bats 19 could easily pitch in a big league bullpen. Easily. Sinker, slider, and changeup. Ready. MLB ready. And there's a video of Jose Bautista pitching on Twitter. It looks like uh, he's in his driveway. I think it's like a five-second clip. He just throws one pitch, and that's it. But I guess uh, Marcus Stroman is uh, ready to see Bautista get out there in the bullpen. You know, I miss the fights between Bautista and O'Day. The battles. It wasn't really fights. They'd be talking shit to each other. But those are always good battles. You know, we always need some good battles. And uh, <laughs> I forgot about... Speaking of bat- battles with fans happened too, obviously. All the uh, the rage with divisional teams. But but I got a text sent from a good friend of mine who, who dates a Red Sox fan. I've never met her. I see all the photos that they post. On Facebook and shit. They look in love. He's an Orioles fan. She's a Red Sox fan. So I'm not sure. It's like a Democrat and Republican living together. Uh, there was a big fight over this. Uh, th- the decision with Rob Manfred. Big fight. Don't know the details. All I know is he has a knife wound in his leg now. And she's in jail. So <laughs> that's, that's about all I know. But if you didn't hear Rob Manfred's report on the Red Sox. Uh, uh, cheating whole fucking debacle shit show. In my opinion, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's a big kick in the cock to anyone outside Red Sox Island. Rob Manfred's report on the Red Sox pins their entire scheme on a rogue video operator. Uh, you know, I read that. That's like suspending the water boy after finding out the players are drinking enhancement drugs in their water. Get the fuck out of here, Manfred. Kid's name's TJ Watkins. 
Uh, the Red Sox video replay system technician operator, he's suspended for uh, the entire 2020 regular season and postseason. Such an odd year to be suspended. I don't know what they're going to do about that either. You know, with this situation, next year, I mean, they got to go in. I mean, if it's a 100-game season, next year is he going to be suspended for the first 62? But, of course, as we know, Boston forfeits their second-round draft in 2020, first-year player draft. So that was a bunch of cockamamie bullshit. Everyone's like, Manfred, what the fuck are you doing? Now, Manfred, again, he's trying to do everything he can to get the season going. Some people on Twitter were just in such rage towards him uh, for some of the ideas that he's had. This, to me, I feel it's kind of interesting. But three divisions, East, Central, and West. And geographically, they'd be combining the teams in their division. So, again, they wouldn't be, you know, the travel wouldn't be too crazy. So, if you're curious, in the East, you got the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Nationals, the Orioles, the Phillies, the Pirates, the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Marlins. You got in the West, you got the Dodgers, the Giants, the A's, the Padres, the Diamondbacks, Rockies, Rangers, Astros, Mariners, Central, Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Cardinals, Royals, Reds, Indians, Twins, Atlanta, Braves, Tigers. So the plan would allow for teams to play in their home parks, but also depends in part on COVID-19 testing available to the public. Um, You know, testing would be needed to maintain player safety, even a fanless environment. So let's get it going. Let's go. I'm all right with that. Switch things up a little bit. Let's get a league started. Love to see it. All right, so here's the breakdown of how this would work with the playoffs and everything. The top four teams in each division would qualify for the postseason, so 12 teams in total. The four best teams by winning percentage each receive a first-round bye. The bottom eight playoff teams, meanwhile, were entered into four one-game playoffs. Four wild-card games, says, if you will, uh, the rest of the playoff format, best of five, then consecutive best of seven series, remain the same uh, without the Nationals and American League aspect it, with, with all that shit, obviously, with the way they had to mix up the teams. Now, I don't know what they're going to do about the uh, DH. I didn't see anything there, if, <laughs> although my wife, like she says, I have man eyes. I open the fridge to look for something. I can't find it for 10 minutes. She walks in the room, and she pulls it out, and it's right in front of me, so... There might have been something in that article about how they would handle with the DH and so forth, but I didn't see anything. So, hopefully, regardless of how they're going to decide to do all this shit, I hope they just get baseball started. Let's go. Let's get this started. And it'll be interesting to see when football starts what they're going to do with the stadiums because football is right around the corner, you know? In a couple months, they're going to start preseason and go from there. I don't think 75,000 uh, 75, people are going to want to cram next to each other. My wife and I, we just sold our season tickets. I feel just in time. We got rid of them. We'll still go to a couple games, but I, you know, who knows what the uh, stadiums are going to look like. It's going to look like Miami Dolph, any Miami and Cincinnati Bengal game if they do allow fans in there, you know. So I, I still would love to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Appreciate the emails that came in. Uh, most hated player still out there would love to hear from you Jamie thanks for the email Marcus Stroman pissing Jamie off doesn't like him anything on your mind would love to hear from you again fullcountchaos at gmail.com till next time see you